Good morning, everyone. Good morning, God bless everyone. You. Uh, we're uh, Jack and Brenda Gonzalez, the lead pastors here at Mosaic. We are going to have such a wonderful time here. And uh, thank you for joining us. If you haven't already, um, feel free to share the, the link um, both on YouTube and Facebook and say hello to us. Um, we'd love to connect with you a little bit more and uh, just continue the conversation. Today, we kick off a new series um, titled Marriage and Relationships, and we're going to have a lot of fun with that. Yes, we are. We're, um, we're so excited, yes. Thank and, you for tuning in. Yeah, and, and really what we believe is we believe that the Bible has so much great insight on this, and so we're going to have a lot of fun. Everything we're going to share is coming from the Bible. Amen, and we really felt the Lord led us to this subject during this season, and a passage that we have meditated on is in 1 Corinthians 13, 1a, and this passage centers on love and love in relationships, so the topics of what we'll talk about today will come from this passage, so here's our central passage. Yeah, in the following weeks, everything is coming here from this, uh, this passage, so mm -hmm. it says this, you'll see this up here on the screen, but 1 Corinthians chapter 13, and we're going to be looking at verses 1 through 8. It says this, it says, If I speak in tongues of men or of angels but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and knowledge, and if I have faith that can move mountains but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and give over my body to hardship that I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. And then it says this, verse 4, Love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud, it does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres love never fails and i'm going to say that again amen. love never fails amen, listen amen. we want to take a moment to pray over the word as we jump in today heavenly father we thank you for your word and we thank you lord for this time we pray god that you would bring it alive see father we're in this new message series lord that you've placed in our hearts around marriage and relationships and all kinds of relationships, Lord, from, from, from parents and siblings, Lord, to coworkers and friends and, 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 and folks who are thinking about getting married and, and others who have been married, Lord, maybe for a long time. God, I just pray that you would bring your word alive. God, you would bring blessing and healing and unity, God, and just greater love for one another. We thank you, God, for what you're wanting to do. Holy Spirit, would you have your way in the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. Listen, love is a powerful part of life. It's an absolutely powerful part of life. And I think one of the things that we need to pay close attention to is this idea how love can be choked out. You've seen someone's hands around their neck before and they're kind of choked. It can be choked out by unforgiveness. Whenever there's unforgiveness, it can, it can, it'll just choke out the love. Love, can, it seems like it's going great, the relationship's going great, but the minute unforgiveness steps in, all of a sudden it begins to, to hinder what's happening there. And so that's gonna be our focus today. We're gonna jump in and talk about unforgiveness and forgiveness and what that looks like. Yeah, and if you allow me to share, I remember there was a time we had an argument and we really got upset with each other. My husband walked out of the room and sort of slammed the door and I was not satisfied. I was not done and I was like, oh no. So 
I went after him. And unfortunately, the argument just grew bigger and things got worse. But it was at that moment that that, that moment brought us closer together. Because I don't know how many of you know that you don't really know someone until you see how they react when they get angry. Come on, somebody. Okay? You don't really know someone until you know how they respond when they don't agree with you. Hey, say it so again. So no one is perfect. We are not perfect. And at one point or another, we hurt each other. And at that moment, we were not ready to forgive each other. We were ready to duke it out. (laughs) So our central passage is just kidding. Our central passage this morning says that love keeps no record of wrongs. And I think that is the toughest part of relationship, of really walking in love and understanding that love is to forgive. To love someone is to choose to forgive. Yeah, and this is the thing. Forgiveness will make or break any relationship. Again, it could, we could be talking about your marriage this morning. You could be talking about maybe you're considering getting married, or maybe it's a friendship. Maybe it's a relationship with a sibling. Maybe it's a, a relationship from parent to child or, or a coworker or that best friend. Uh, forgiveness can make or break that relationship, and it's so important that, that you understand that that relationship is it can be beautiful, can be great, but lack of forgiveness or unforgiveness can really change choke out the beauty of that relationship. And, and here's the other thing that I really want to point out is this, is that grudges are good for no one, right? You feel like, man, they did what they did, and I'm just going to hold on to that, and I'm never going to forget. But grudges are not good. They're not good for them. They're not good for the relationship, and they're not good for the health of your soul and who you are. I, I, I mean, you could be laying in bed and saying, you know what? I'm not talking to them. I mean, the two of you are just laying there and you're turning your backs and shoulders to each other and you, you just don't want to talk. Or, or the relationship is a little bit different and you're saying, hey, you know what, are, are, are so-and-so going to be at the party? Because if, if they're at the party, if they're at the family function, I ain't trying to be there. Right? And some of you know exactly what I'm talking about. Grudges are good for no one. And pride, pride is like the worst thing. It, it gets us in trouble every time. It hinders the good things that God has for us. It's like it weaves into our thinking and then into our actions. And then it, it, it affects the words that come out of our mouth. And it really hurts us in so many ways. It, it destroys relationships. Listen, there was an encounter between Jesus and his disciples. And they were having a conversation. And like Peter always does, he asked Jesus a question. But, it, but how Jesus responds is so important. And I want you to check this out here in the book of Matthew chapter 18, verses 21 and 22, and it's going to be up here on the screen for you. And it says this, then Peter came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother or sister who sins against me? Up to seven times? Jesus answered in verse 22, I tell you, not seven times, but 77 times, right? We think that, we see it, we read it, and we're like, what? What? Listen, in Judaism, in, in Judaism, in their culture, it was really okay to really forgive somebody up to three times, right? That was kind of like the model. Okay, you did something wrong. You messed up. You hurt me. Okay, I forgive you. Oh, you do it again? Okay, I forgive you again. Oh, uh, you, you did it again? Okay, I forgive you. Now you did it again in a fourth time. I'm sorry. You're cut off. We're done. 
I'm sorry. You did it four times. And in that culture, it was really three times was kind of the, the, the limit on how they forgave people on the amount of times they could forgive someone. And so Peter, Peter's kind of coming with trying to show a little generosity here. He's like, you know, the culture is three times. And Peter's like, huh, Jesus, well, you know, what if I, what if I do it in seven times? You know, he's trying to let the, put the disciples on notice, put Jesus on notice. And they had just finished having a conversation in the prior context of the passage on who was the greatest in the kingdom of God. And Jesus talking about this, you know, this, the first will be last, last will be last, you know, and he's talking about, you know, the greater servant and, and all these things. He's trying to give them a picture of the kingdom of God. And, and Jesus says, listen, you think seven times is a lot, Peter? You think, you, you think you're trying to let everybody else know they do three times, but you do seven well, well, Peter, how about this? How about 70 times 7? So what's he saying? He's really saying continue to forgive them. Listen, people make mistakes. People do the wrong things. Listen, it's our sin nature. We're battling the Spirit of God and the flesh. I mean, there, there's some things going on here. But there's so much more to this, and we're going to get to this. We're going to get into it a little bit deeper. But he's trying to communicate. Would you continue to forgive? Would you allow God to work in their life and in your life and in the relationship that God has set and ordained because that relationship is in your life there for a reason. And Amen, amen. And even when you don't feel like it, I think that it's so important to understand this and is that forgiveness is not a feeling. Just like love is not a feeling, forgiveness is not a feeling either. It right. is a choice. That's it right. is a decision that you have to make day in and day out That's to love is. one another you have to be committed to forgive one another i mean that's it right there yeah so and so today we want to share a couple of benefits to um forgiveness so what are the benefits to forgiveness well the first one that we're going to talk about this morning is increased love and appreciation that when we come to a place and i know it's difficult to forgive but when we forgive someone we experience this increased love and this increased appreciation for each other. And, and, and you might be listening or watching today and saying, you know what, I, I just feel like my relationships, they all lack love. They, they, they lack appreciation for, for who you are, for what you do, for what you do to the table. And you feel like you sacrifice so much and you're the one always giving and you're the one always pouring out and it's not recognized and it's not appreciated and you don't feel like the love is mutual. You feel like you're doing all the giving and, and you're not doing any receiving. There's, that's not happening in your life. And, and I want you to say, and I want you to understand this, that when we come to that place of forgiveness, this is, this is where love increases. This is where love, uh, the appreciation, increases and again this forgiveness is process to the healing listen you want to see that healthy thing happen in your life you want to see that that relationship be good you want to be happy yourself right you want to be happy forgiveness is process to the healing you got to take these steps now this is so huge we're, we're going to take them let me ask you this though who here likes to feel love Every single one of us, right? We like to feel loved. We like to feel appreciated. We like to feel like somebody noticed that, you know what, I've been doing all that laundry or I cooked that meal or, or you know what, I sent that card or rubbed that feet. Come on, somebody. Amen. Amen. You know. Well, pastor, all that, that sounds nice, but forgiveness is difficult. It's, 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 it's difficult. It's hard. You don't know what they did to me. You don't know how they treated me. You don't know what they posted online about me. You don't know what they said to me. You, you don't know how bad the interaction got. Listen, I want to say this. Forgiveness is not always easy, but it is always worth it. Every single time, it's worth it. I mean, let me ask you this. What's the alternative? 
is the alternative well, of separation, divorce, you know, being in a relationship that you hate, or, 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 or rather not speaking to that family member ever again. You know, I'm never going to talk to them again, never for the rest of my life. I'm never going to see them. I'm never going to talk to them. And that's just the way it's going to be. Is, is that better than you taking steps towards forgiveness? Listen, I want to say this, and, and I just hope to be clear about it. Forgiveness takes work. Relationships take work. Your relationship with God takes work, and your relationship with others takes work. You gotta be willing to put in the hard work. You can't see someone else's relationship and go, wow, they got just such an awesome relationship. I, uh, you know, goals, hashtag relationship goals, and I, I, I would love to have a relationship like that. You, you maybe know, you don't understand how much work it takes right. to have that relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All relation, you, it's not like, oh man, if I, I just, I'm, I'm marrying my soulmate, or, you know, I'm, but this is my BFFFFBF, you know, best friend forever, and, you know, we're just, you're just perfect for each other. Every relationship, no matter which relationship, takes, takes work. work. Even the relationship between a parent and a child, Absolutely. it takes work. You have to be willing to put the work in. It's not just, uh, you know, some, it, that there's a good seed, a bad seed. And no, it takes work. It takes work. And we, we absolutely believe that. Yeah, yes. And so ask your, yourself what really is the issue. What needs to be forgiven? And just move towards that. Maybe it doesn't happen right away, but move in that direction. Um, look at the Bible here in, in Proverbs. It says, love prospers when a fault is forgiven but dwelling on it separates close friends. Now, so you see that up there on the screen right there, right? What, what, what does it say? It says, love what? Type it in there. Love what? Type it. I don't see nobody typing. Actually, I can't see you typing right now. But Prospers. Uh, <laughs> it prospers, right? Love prospers when a fault is forgiven. Now, I just want to take a moment and focus in on the word prospers, right? When we're talking about prosper, we're talking about something growing, something maturing, something becoming beautiful, something becoming more beautiful than you could have ever imagined. Listen, if I were to go over to your house and we were to go and plant uh, your favorite flower and, you know, and, and you, and you know that if you give it all the nurture, all the care, all the vitamins, you put in all the good stuff that that plant is, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's going to grow and it's going to be absolutely beautiful. beautiful. Right mm-hmm. now, this don't got any flowers on it, but I'm just trying to give you, give you an idea here. But, um, and, 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 and so it grows and then you watch back, you look and you say, okay, wow, mm-hmm. this is beautiful. And then you have a moment of reflection. It's like, wow, this is more beautiful than I could have ever even imagined. And this is what I want to say is, is this, is that, um, your relationship can be the most beautiful thing in your life. It absolutely can. And, and I'm, and I'm talking about those, maybe you're, you're thinking about getting married or maybe you're a couple, you've been married. Maybe you've been married for a lot of years. Uh, maybe it's a friendship. Maybe it's a relationship, the different relationships in life, those relationships, if you allow them, if you put in the work can be more beautiful than you thought. Now here's the alternative. The alternative is this, and you see it there in Proverbs is that if you continue to dwell on the fault, on the mistake, on what was said, on how it happened, because you don't like the, the way it went down, if you continue to dwell on that, you will lose the beauty of the relationship. This relationship that God has for your life. Listen, do you think that God placed you in the family that you're in for you to just, for the relationship just to go bad, for it just to be horrible? No, God, God is, he's bigger than that. He's greater than that. His wisdom is more infinite than that. He placed you in those family relationships for a reason, right? And so 
God intended those relationships to be there for you for the ups and through the downs and to be a good thing in your life. Amen. And choosing to forget will put you in a position for love to increase and appreciation to take place. So, listen, I'm not saying stay in a relationship with, where abuse takes place. Please don't. That's not what we're saying. But what we're saying is if you forgive, forgive and move on. Listen, for example, if my wife does something to me and just off the top, she, she just, you know, she, she does something to me and I, I don't forgive her. Right. I, I got a couple of options, right? There's a couple of options. I could try and pretend it didn't happen and, uh, you know, just try to move on. You know what? It did not happen. It did not happen. It just, you know what? That went down, but it did not happen. I'm just going to remove it. I can try and pretend it doesn't exist or I, I, I can try and hide it and just deal with it internally and maybe medicate some type of way to deal with what happened inside. I'm just going to, I'm not going to tell anybody. I'm just going to deal with it. I'm just going to, and then I'm going to wait to explode later and then get what's to happen. Later comes, I do explode. It gets worse and it gets ugly. Or I can take steps towards forgiveness and put in the work, Mm -hmm. save the relationship and let it be all that God intended for my life. Amen. For my Amen. life. Amen. And so this is the benefit of forgiveness. Because you know what's going to happen? She's going to appreciate that I came to her and said, you know what, I forgive you. She's going to appreciate that I came and, and, and allowed love to prosper. Because through a tough time, our love is going to increase. It's going to get better. Right? All, all, all the tough moments, if we're willing to work through them together, it's going to make us stronger. And so again, the first benefit of forgiveness is increased love and appreciation. And the second benefit of forgiveness is Freedom and personal peace. And we're going to talk some more about that. Because listen, you gain freedom for yourself and and personal peace. Listen, if you're a Christian, you know what it's like. Uh, You know what it feels like when you know that you are loved way beyond what you bring to the table. If you're a Christian, you know, you know what that's like. You know what it's like that, uh, you know, even what you have to offer, you are loved way past what you have to offer. You are loved way past the wrongs that you've done in your life. And that forgiveness from God is one of the most amazing things in this life. Yes, and Jesus says in Luke 6:37, forgive others and you will be forgiven. And to tell you the truth, God takes it very seriously when we decide to clean out our hearts and choose to forgive those that have offended us just like he forgave us. And um, listen to what he says. He says he can't forgive us if we cannot forgive others. Mm, Come on, somebody. Yes, but he takes it even further when he says this. He talks about that if we ever go into the house of worship and we realize that someone else has something against us, not us, but someone else, not what we're holding, not the unforgiveness that we're holding, but what someone else is holding against us, he says, leave, go amends with that, per- go make amends with that person and then come back to worship. Why? Because God cares about our relationships. And God doesn't want anything to be in between you and those around you, those people that you love. Why? Because it's not harming the person that you're holding it against you. It's not, it's harming you. It's, 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 it's holding you back from the things that God has for you and for the things that God has called you to do. And maybe today you're listening and you're honest and you're 
thinking and just the thought of that person burns you up inside and you feel you begin to feel frustrated you begin to feel like unforgiveness is filling you and you feel angry and you say pastor how do I get over it I've tried day after day and nothing is working I have good news for you the Bible says talk to God first it says it says to talk to God first that is so so powerful it's so practical but it's so powerful yeah. And it says that even before we go to our spouses, even before we go to the person that we have an issue with, it says to talk to God first. It, 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 prayer works. Prayer actually works. Prayer changes things. Prayer can bring peace to a heart that is full of, uh, that is enraged and full of chaos. In prayer, we find freedom. When we can honestly say, God, I want to forgive, and I forgive just as you forgave me. I think that's so freeing. I think that is so powerful. And I, I, I think that's it. And, and I, I think it's so important that we come to that place and we understand that. Because when we forgive others, we are putting ourselves in position to be forgiven by God. I mean, that's what we're doing. It's like we, we've moved ourselves. Over here, we're not in position to be forgiven by God, but we forgive someone, and we've now moved ourselves in position to be forgiven by him. And, and that's really how practically it works. And there's so much freedom in that. And there's, this, and there's this personal peace because now you can be at peace knowing in your imperfection, God forgives you, and you become holy in his sight. You become forgiven in his sight by the mercy and grace and forgiveness of God simply because you follow the steps, the practical steps of Scripture. If you follow the promises of God, you do what Scripture is saying, you apply it to your life, you've now moved yourself, and there's a personal peace that comes from that. There's a personal freedom that comes from that. Listen, you know what? I made a mistake. I did the wrong thing again, but I am continuing to follow scripture. I'm going to get back up. I'm going to forgive others, and I'm going to allow God to forgive me. And so I'm going to walk in forgiveness, walk in his love and his mercy and his grace, and move on and, and, and trust the Lord. And that's such a wonderful thing there about scripture. You know, I, I do my part and help bring uh, forgiveness and healing in the relationships around me, and I allow God to do his part and forgive me. Um, and so forgiveness, what happens? is it brings this increased love and appreciation it brings freedom and personal peace and then just really the last thing I want to mention here is this is that there are two areas that can really block forgiveness from happening in your life and and I really want to point them out it's so important that you're maybe you're on this journey and you say hey you know what I, I want forgiveness to happen in my relationships. I want things to be restored. I want things to be better than they've ever been. I'm, you know what, I, I'm telling myself now, I'm telling my heart and, and my mind that, you know what, I want to put in the work to get it done. And so I want you to be aware of these two areas. And these two areas are this. At number one, it's pride. And number two, shame. You see, pride says, you know what, I'm not going to relent. I, 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 you know what, this is how I feel. This is what they did. And you know what, I'm, you know what, they shouldn't have done it. They shouldn't have messed with me. They messed with the wrong one, and, and I'm just going to have an attitude about it, and I'm just going to be pride, and I'm going to show them, and I'm going to hold the grudge, and it really hurts everything. And you think, it doesn't even just hurt that relationship. It hurts other relationships around you, and then it hurts you. By having that perspective and that attitude, it's hurting you. 
you don't feel good. You walk, there's certain things you don't feel good about going or attending or you're turning your back to your spouse and you're sleeping in a bed with somebody that, you, that, that you're just dealing with this grudge with and it is not healthy. And the other one I mentioned, I mentioned one pride and the second one that holds you back from forgiveness taking place is shame. Shame, right? Coming to that place where I'm embarrassed by what I did or how I behaved and I'm just embarrassed. And I've made a fool of myself. And I've made a mess of things. And I, and I said, I can't believe that came out of my mouth. You know, I'm a, I'm a Christian and it came out of my mouth. And I'm, and I'm so sorry. And, and I'm just shamed. And I don't think I could ever face that person again. And I, and, I, and, I, and I don't think that I can ever talk with that person again. And I can't believe I did it. And then, and then some of that is followed up by beating yourself up. And making yourself feel worse. And having a conversation. I can't. I don't. How did and you go through all of those emotions there. So I want you to pay close attention. There. I'm going to read a few passages here from Scripture to help take this uh, a little bit further. Um, in Proverbs chapter 16 and verse 18 in the ESV, it says this, Pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. Pride is going to do nothing but get you in trouble. Every single time, 100% of the time. I'm going to read that same passage in the GNT version. This is this, pride leads to destruction and arrogance to a downfall. I mean, I mean and you think you're on top of the world because you just told them and you just let them know and, and you're keeping that grudge. But right around the corner, you're about to hit a dip. You're about to hit something that is going to be tough to get out of. It's not impossible to get out, but it's going to be tough to get out of. Um, in 1 John chapter 1, verse 9, it says this. But if we confess our sins to God, he can always be trusted to forgive us and take our sins away. Amen. Yeah. Amen. God is so faithful. All we got to do is, what does our part say? You see it there up on the screen. If we confess our sins to God... He could always be trusted to forgive us. And so no matter the shame you're feeling or the pride that you've bared and it's hindered the relationship, no matter which one of those areas it's been, listen, God is faithful. Your job is again. What does it say? Can you read it up on the screen? What does it say? You guys see it? You're reading it with me right now? But if we confess our sins to God, and then it says he can always be trusted to forgive us and to take our sins away. And then in Psalms 34, verses 4 through 5, can you read that one to us as well? Yes, yes. Um, it says, I pray to the Lord, and he answered me. He freed me from all my fears. Those who look to him for help will be radiant with joy. No shadow of shame will darken their faces. Right. Wow. That's so important. Yes. No shadow mm -hmm. of shame will darken their yes. faces. Right? That's how good God is. God Amen. knows what you've been yes. through. God knows how the conversation, how the relationship went. God knows how that argument, it went and it got ugly mm -hmm. and it got worse. And there's the separation and the family and the, the marriage and, and some of those things. God knows how it went. But God's willing to see you through it. Amen. God's willing. If you're willing, he's willing. If, if you're willing to put in the work, God's like, I got you. I got you on this. I'm going to see you through. And God wants to bless those areas. God wants to restore those relationships. Mm -hmm. God wants to bring healing. God wants you right with him and right with others. Amen. Amen. God wants to do that in your life. And listen, the relationships around us are so important. And so it really becomes, well, we toss them to, to, the, to the side. 
and begin to look for new ones. You know, that one didn't work out. I'm just, I'll just find something else. I'll just, I'll just move on. Or, or we sweep the issues under the rug and let them explode later. Mm-hmm. Or are we going to put in the work and work towards this process of healing through forgiveness? And just mm-hmm. like our central passage says, love keeps no records of wrong. And so this beautiful love that God intends, this beautiful love keeps no record of wrong. And, and, and that really ministers to us because we got to come to the place we say, you know what, I forgive. Amen, amen, that's right. The benefits of uh, forgiveness is so worth it. I mean, we have experienced it in our marriage and in our relationships. And I think that God wants us to pay attention to the relationships around us more so in this season. Yeah, absolutely. And so we we really want to leave you with this challenge. Um, You know, and I I want you to get this again. It'll be up here on the screen, but I I want to leave you with this. Would you identify who and what issues need to be forgiven would you simply identify that would you begin to think and i know the holy spirit's already began to speak to you in those areas but would you begin to think just a little bit more think about who and what issues need to be forgiven because it's it's that there it's there and it's it's hindering you and it's it's entangling you and as there's these things going on and 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 we intend to talk about this a little bit later in 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 another part of this series but even for us fellas fellas for a moment i want to tell you that the um, the bible actually says that our prayers can be hindered on the way that we treat our spouse and we're going to go into that a little bit more at at a later time but i want us to get that identify who and what issues need to be forgiven and secondly take steps towards forgiveness just take the steps listen it might happen right away it might happen through a process but take steps the alternative isn't great it's not good for them it's not good for your future relationships and it's certainly not good for the health of your soul and what God's trying to do in you. You want to chase after God. You want to love the Lord. You want to honor him. You want to dive into scripture, but you're dealing with this unforgiveness and it's, 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 it's like a weight on you. It's, it's like, it's, it's, it's unhealthy yeah. for your walk with the Lord. Yeah. I think that I want to add that forgiveness is a once and for all thing that once we have chose to forgiven, you just move on from that. And like you were saying earlier, it's so important that, that, we know that forgiveness is it's a baggage that we get rid of it's not something that we put under the bed so that when we get angry again we pull it right back out and we throw it at their face remember what you did no i thought you forgave me oh but i'm pulling it back out again yeah i mean that's that's a real one absolutely Mm -hmm. yes so yeah so we wanna we want you to know that we're praying for you and uh, in fact we want to pray for you guys right now yeah, would you join us Amen. in prayer? Join, join us in prayer. Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much for your word um, that convicts us, Lord, that uh, yes. encourages us as well, Father. And um, I pray right now, Father, that uh, for everyone that's watching, Lord, I pray that you would help them to forgive each other just as you have forgave them, Lord. And we thank you so much, Lord. We are so grateful, Lord, that our relationship with you, Lord, is sustained and is completed through love and forgiveness, Lord. We are blessed, Lord, that you have given, Father, um, your son, your one and only son, Jesus, Father, so that we can receive that forgiveness through him, Lord. And um, and I pray, Father, that you would continue your blessing, Father, upon all the families that are watching, Lord, that you would continue to help them, Lord, to uh, 
bring them closer together when they um, get in, in, in a fight or there is something going on, there is an issue, Father, that they would come to you first, God, that they would pray, Father, that they would choose yes. you first, Father, so that um, you are the answer, Father, for every other issue, Lord. I pray that your blessing will be with them, Lord. We thank you so much, Jesus. Amen. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We love you. Thank and Father, you. I pray in that same way, God, we can lay down grudges. Mm, yes. We can lay down pride. We can lay down, God, even shame, God, because maybe yes. that's an issue that we're dealing with, God. And I just pray your healing mm over your people everyone listening god yes. with your outstretched healing hand would your holy spirit come and meet them right where they're at and god just bring them to that place how do we come to that place in humility and humbleness approaching god forgive me lord and i know i need to forgive others so father work in my heart work in my mind and then by the power of your holy spirit would you prepare a divine appointment for me to have that conversation with that person or those people and begin to move towards forgiveness and God ultimately healing Lord so father work it out we trust you to do it and we thank you Lord may this message be sealed by the power of the Holy Spirit in all of our lives in the name of Jesus Christ we pray amen Amen and amen. Amen. God bless God you bless all. God bless you, everyone. Next week, we continue on with our series, Marriage and Relationships. And we will be talking about all of this stuff in our life groups. And so we'll be taking it a little bit further, asking the tough questions, and helping each other. So if you're interested in a life group, um, we actually just, just send us a message here. Just DM us, and uh, we'll get you plugged in in one of our local life groups. And uh, we got some online, some that are moving towards meeting on person, some of those things that we're working out right now. Some really good stuff. Dive deeper in the world, have healthy community, and really work out some areas in our life. So God bless you all. We will see you next weekend. God bless and, you. And uh, this week. All right. We'll see you soon. All right.